The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey everyone, welcome to Starving for Attention. I am Richard Blaze. Jasmine Blaze is here. She is tip tapping away on her new phone that she just got that has been a household issue. You finally got it hooked up. I did, finally. Finally, it took days. Yeah, my phone was like not even operating as a phone anymore. We couldn't even talk. I'd have to, you'd have to take phone calls from the computer. A text machine and a vehicle to access the internet. Yeah, it was a walkie talkie for a while. Yeah. Like I could only, I'd have to talk and then wait five seconds for you oh, to respond. We made it. But eventually, you, you had, like we had two cups working with like a string attached at one point. <laughs> it got pretty prehistoric here, but you got the new phone up and you're busy on it right now. Yeah, what's what yeah, you got going? Just, you're checking uh, on, uh, just deleting, on the fantasy deleting team. some emails no oh, that's you, you. That's, that's me yeah we talk about it a little bit in this upcoming es- episode rarely do we do uh well i guess it's about half and half that we do the open after um the interview's been made this one was a little weird we, we did it this morning in los angeles i'm back in san diego well, right did now it. you did, I did it, it this morning in los angeles you did not then, make the trip right well you're using the royal good. we which you do which I confuses do people a yes. good amount so we as in say, our team we did the podcast yeah. And then people don't hear my voice. They'll think that I was just quiet the whole time. Yeah, me and all of my personalities yeah. that accompanied That's me better. to Los Angeles this morning uh, recorded live from Crack Shack in Century City. So that was fun. Uh, I think that's the first time we've recorded an episode from one of our own restaurants. We've been in yeah. other people's restaurants. Well, they're, they're busy. Yeah, I that's guess. true. Well, it is. It is, <laughs> it, and you might actually hear yeah. uh, near the end of the podcast when the restaurant is open. Starts to we ramp in the morning, up a little bit. You can hear some ice. You know, you hear some bartenders dumping restaurant noises. Exactly. You can hear a little bit of music maybe at the end. It's good to warn people about that. Because from the mall, not from the restaurant. It's good to warn people about that Mm. because I finally, because I don't really ever look at like the, the reviews too often. Yeah. Um, I looked at some this past week. Yeah. And there's a couple complaints about our audio. So yeah, but those are, you know, oh, to be honest with you, old, right? most of those are old ones. Yeah, yeah, and most of those are coming from times where uh, we were in like really big echoey sort of rooms, or yeah. there's lots of other things going on. We did get a review of people, someone that loved. Speaking of noises, what a jerk! Yeah, no one wants to hear our dog flopping their hair. We ears. did get a review of somebody um, that loved the Kevin Gillespie episode. Yeah, which I happens. love the Kevin Gillespie episode, so I get it. Yeah, I've read, I've, I, I stay up to date. I, I look in once a week. Uh, but hit us up on the online though. We always say it at the end of the podcast. You lie. You look every day. Mm, not recently, <laughs> to be honest with you. I've been pretty cool. Uh, I've been in a good space with the podcast Plant as far cool. as not not obsessing about it. It's just something we do. It's good. <laughs> it's more just like Monday's here. Yeah. It's time to make sure that we have a podcast. <laughs> uh, but today's again, uh, I, and I, I realize that I say this a lot, so I'm, I'm going to try and change it up a little mm. bit. Obviously, if you're on the podcast, there's something about you that we want to know about or we like or we enjoy you right we don't just like get cold emails from people and then like link up to do podcasts pretty well, much yeah what yeah. do you what do you suggest i was gonna say we do get cold emails but we rarely. oftentimes don't link up. yes rarely have we just responded to like a press release or something like that to get someone on the on the show uh this is one i've been i as usual i hunted down yeah you've been hounding chef. him yeah so this is chef eric greenspan Greeny. um greenie chef i don't Greeny. know him so chef i don't know Greeny. if i can call him that but you I, can't 
Gonna. He definitely can. He missed you. Chef Greeny on the Insta. Um, and I always say, that, oh, how much I love this person. And I know it becomes sort of something that I say a lot and, and cliche, if you will. Uh, but Greenspan is one of those people. We connect on a couple of different levels. And, uh, you know, not to spoil the podcast episode, but it's split pretty much down the middle with like two really strong things that I connect with him. Uh, fitness, health and wellness. And then like being a tech guru, guru, restaurateur. Uh, with like some fine dining restaurant experience behind him. Mm. Lots of fun. Um, and like he came in in great spirits. And like I know you and I have been talking about like the health and wellness and the fitness sort of angle. Yeah, right. And like, um, you know, this was inspiring to me to see someone who's like doing this work with WW, which is the new marketing behind Weight Watchers. Oh, they go by that they now. They go by WW, right. And he Got sprung it. that on me. Uh, just to be clear, w. it's not a sponsored episode by um, WW. Okay. But come see us. Um, <laughs> we'll <laughs> be talk. happy to talk about you. We'll talk. But I mean, it's just amazing to see someone you know, who's going through their journey. I think yep. he told me he's lost 47 pounds. That's great. Uh, and such a life changer, man. It like, is. Uh, it, it just uh, like losing like 40, 50 pounds like that, that changes your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, losing any amount of weight is great and obviously has health benefits, but losing that much weight, like, yes. Uh, and he's married with kids. And like, I think, it, I think he's seeing the changes and you can just see on his face he's quite light, honestly. Lighter and happier. And I like, think so. Yeah, yeah. Like physically, obviously, but just like in a more, and in, in the energy space, he's lighter. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, good for him. And he's also doing it again in a different way. So like I've gone through a transformation myself, but did in a very different way where I'm sort of like, if I get it in my mind, I can just turn something off and on. It's hard to sort of like make the switch click. Um, but he's doing it on a m- slow burn, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. using WW sort of as this, this guidance to sort of change his healthy uh, habits. I couldn't do what he's doing. I, like mm. me, I need to be like, that's it. I'm done. I can't eat this anymore or I have to, I have to exercise this amount. Right. Uh, but he's doing it what's probably more of the, I don't know, what would you say, doctor recommended well, it's, way? Well, it's, you know, you want to change your life habits, right? It is all about so changing habits. it's really, you know, for someone like you who can be kind of obsessive to just say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this and, and not do that for a while. It, people would argue that there's longevity issues there. That, right. That eventually it comes back, whatever it is. I'm not going to eat sugar. Okay, well, don't eat sugar for 60 days. And then you start eating again and you eat it even yeah. more, you know? It so. kind of becomes like a second half sort of like thing you have to be aware of, right? Yeah. Like even if right. you go through a little bit of a transformation. It's more about changing your life, right? That's what, I mean, I think the, the message is with a lot of those companies. 100%. Yeah. And like he's obviously done it. And we That's talk awesome. a lot about, you know, the, the strategies that he's How was your drive uh, up to L.A.? How's my drive without you? Is yeah. this like just... Yeah, um, like, I mean, like, yeah. when, when we drive together, we pretty much fight at least once because well, it's really stressful. I will say this, <laughs> being that I was by myself, I, we, I didn't fight with myself, really? but there, the same amount of stress happens in LA. And, and if you don't live here, you don't know. <sighs> you might live in Chicago. You will never know until you look at the navigation and it says you have three miles in one hour. I wanted to do the picture today <laughs> where it was it was like 14 miles and an hour and 15 minutes or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. And that's that's like and, and that always happens, but the same stress entered the system at the same yeah, part of the same road. Same part right around. It's just um, where you're like, "Oh yeah, where it's just you're an hour away, you're in Los yeah. Angeles, 
and there's nothing you can do except yeah. you know just like sort right of right around through Inglewood it. and right around Inglewood it's somewhere all, around everything there. starts to even, break. even with like new lanes opening up doesn't and matter. it just doesn't matter even with like a electric car that <laughs> half drives itself none of it really makes a difference it's well, still stress that's good uh, and you don't know like people in Chicago are listening to this right now like you don't know like our traffic's bad people in New York people in Atlanta we know are like oh the traffic no it's not there's like 12 lanes on the 85 <laughs> If you're in Atlanta, there's like 12 lanes. Literally. It's the Autobahn, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And like Chicago, <laughs> yes. The city of Chicago to O'Hare Airport, to the airport. one of the yeah. worst airport commutes ever. Yeah. Maybe the worst. Yeah. But for just grinding it out, like typical rush hour traffic, you have no idea unless you've been to the Los Angeles area. <sighs> um, and uh, it's going to sound like the SNL skit. But there's no way to really beat it either. You, you, you can't. Stuart! <laughs> Did you get off? I didn't do a good story. You take the five to the four hundred five to the one ten. You get off at the lows. <laughs> There's not a lows there, Stuart. No, no, no. It's, he asked which lows. Never mind. We can't go into this. Yeah. This is where people. It's get the mad. one with the landscape. This is where people get mad. No, you gotta keep going. <laughs> keep it moving. Uh, yo, so what? You think we're gonna get a, a, a review now based off of? I don't know. I'm SNL. sensitive um, to it, so guys, guys, be, I'm keeping it moving. That's so. kind of crazy that you. Like, that you a, that's why I that's don't. That's a whole other thing. That's why though. I don't read them. That, yeah, that's but exactly you why. Like even when it comes to restaurants, uh, like whether it's Yelp or someone just blowing you up on the Twitter or whatever it is, like it's hard to to, to hear things that aren't so nice sometimes. But like, there's always a little bit a, a sliver of truth in those sort of things. Nice. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something to you. So introducing True Price from True Car. Now you know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some of these features might not be available in your state. Uh, But you were missed today. Uh, The game is epic, uh, so definitely stay tuned for the end of it. Lots of exciting things happening. We got a couple more episodes we're recording uh, at the festival this week in Newport Beach. Give it up from Newbie, right? That's yeah. happening this next week. Yep. We're going to get a couple more uh, Top Chefer and Food Network alums on the podcast. Uh, but that's next week. This week, it was Eric Greenspan. And without further ado, here it is. Eric Greenspan, Chef Greeny. Thanks for finding me today, dude. Yes, sir. Yes. Like, um, did you ever think that like you would be linking up with me somewhere in the middle of Los Angeles to record? I love that you're in Los Angeles. Me, me too. I wish I'm wearing a Rams hat. You, you are wearing a Rams hat. Yes, well, I was going to say, you, you live in San Diego now, and I was going to go with Rams instead of Chargers, but now I guess that makes more sense than ever, right? So, like, if you know me, though, like, you know that I, I wear many hats, so, yes. like, I have a Chargers hat. Like, okay. I, I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm a born Jets fan. I know you're a Giants fan. Giants fan. Which I Big have time. To, so tragic. I mean, I'm gonna get right into it. Like, okay, tragic season. <laughs> Even for me, I have Odell Beckham Jr. on my fantasy team, uh-huh. uh, who has not really quite produced. Tragic. This year. Exactly. Exactly. But I think I just your last Instagram post. I think you're in an Eli Manning jersey. I am. Like having some healthy snack, watching. 
frozen Why? grapes, dude. Are you having fr- okay? So frozen you're, grapes are so, the are the key so, to a good so, so game did, day did, snack. So the the real question is not: Did you ever think we'd be doing a podcast in in, in a chicken restaurant in the middle of Los Angeles <laughs> in a mall? In a mall. But did you ever think you'd be eating frozen grapes uh, as a spokesperson for Weight Watchers? No. Watching the Giants get pummeled. On no. Sunday? No. But I'm excited <laughs> that I am. Which is more six? Uh, which is more surprising: the fact that you're the spokesperson, a spokesperson, <laughs> or the fact that the Giants are so horrible? Uh, I'm going to go with the fact that I'm the spokesperson because the Giants being horrible is expected. They don't have an offensive line. At this line. point, at this point, it kind of look at that. You're ready to go into the. the, the we can go. Podcast. We can go. If I'm, you want? I'm thinking about actually starting one. That's uh, that is that like um, because you know starving for attention. We don't really even talk about food most of the time. It makes sense. So I'm always looking for like the pivot that's like, uh, what is the next thing we can talk about? So if you want to do the fantasy football podcast next. So I don't do fantasy. You don't. Have Fan- you ever done it? I've never done it because okay. it, I, I think I've watched other people do it and I've just seen it ruin. The, like when people start rooting for punters, yes, you got a problem. Yeah, this is true. It has, it almost ruined like my uh, marriage. Like my wife, like, cause so this is the first year I'm playing fantasy football. In like 10 years, okay. which is also just amazing because now there's so many metrics and data and it's a different, like literally everything is like tabulated. Everything is in front yeah, it, of you. It seems like a lot to deal it with. It used to be like pencils and a copy of like Sports <laughs> Illustrated. And I'm sure there's a cooking analogy here. Like before circulators, we used to actually roast we meat on a grill with things. a fire. Right, exactly. We braised it. We didn't put it in a plastic bag. And um, But it, my, my wife, Jasmine, who usually co-hosts with me, she couldn't make it up here today, but has maybe punched a hole in a wall or two because of things like fantasy football because well, you're even, basically a sports gambler you are well and, that's what it is and, and, at least as much the attention that you're paying like you're not spending, well 100% you may not be losing the money right but no but I mean you can you could play fantasy football online for, for money and you yeah. can go to Vegas and play fantasy football and Okay, so th- you're a big tech guy too. Like you, I, I would not characterize myself. I feel as a big like you're in the guy. tech space. Though. I'm definitely in the tech space. That does not make me a big. Tech I want to. So I'm going to share you one of my dreams. That is uh, creating basically, and you and I kind of already we already do this. Creating a cooking league, a competitive cooking league. Yes. That functions as a league. Yes. That also has a fantasy component. Ooh, I've never thought of the fantasy component mm, part. Yes. So I love the... I mean, look, I'm going to be next door pitching this idea in, I mean, like, I was talking to somebody at the at Food Network the other day about this, how we already are in a league. Like, it's just... That's what I mean. They keep putting... You know, we're all... We all do the celebrity chop and the celebrity cutthroat. We do the... And we do the guys' grocery games. We right. all are already on, like... Uh, you know, like what is that? Uh, Battle of the Network Stars. Hundred percent. They so should like, just do just it. They formulate. should formalize. Just do it as a season. Just and then you know you can do it almost. So this is can really, I be on your team? Well, yeah. If, if there's teams, if there's definitely. teams, I want to be on your team. There's another idea I have is that it becomes that. It becomes more of like you have you have you seen this? Sir, now we're in a sports podcast, but this three on three basketball. <laughs> yes. Like it's really making a lot of money right now. I, People I mean, are watching it because people are showing because it's cube. That's well. That's one. Yeah, you take Allen Iverson here in, here and Ice Cube together. This you're going to make some money. The universe can explode, <laughs> um, right? So it's actually working. But like, if that, I was also thinking that would be a fun thing. Like, you know, the three on three basketball game, but mm-hmm. with chefs mm-hmm. because cooking is a team sport, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, we talk about this a lot on the pod. 100. percent Is like then you get thrown in though, but then you get thrown in a challenge and you're by yourself running around a grocery store. I mean, that's what makes Iron Chef, I think, the best cooking competition out there because it's, oh, nice. you, it's I, you and your crew. I love crew. how you slightly... Can I segue that? Did you see no, that? I love how you did it, but you also slightly hesitated because you you're about to, You're making a bold statement. Yeah. You're saying that Iron Chef is the best... You think the best format 
of a cooking show? I think I think date I before think, we create fantasy football <laughs> I together? Think, no, I, I think that all of the competitions have their merit. I think that performing on Iron Chef was unique in the sense that you get to use your team. It's you and your squad, and it's teamwork. Like nobody on that show does everything themselves, except for like one dude. I saw one dude battle Simon once, and uh, and they did. It was just one on one, no sous chefs or anything. But then you, got, you know, like Jeffrey Zakarian doesn't. I don't think cook anything on Irish Chef. I think he has. It's, it's entirely his team. Right. He makes a cocktail. Well, <laughs> he makes a cocktail and sits there. It tells like him a, what to do. You know, of ultra tailored suit and just sort of directs. But which that, is what. Chefs but that's do. teamwork. That's true. That's, that's teamwork true. in some it, worlds. It does provide, I think, the most clear glimpse into like what a chef actually does. <laughs> In a restaurant setting, maybe sure. not just just the, or, or the way different people manage their teams. Let's put it this way: you want to do a three on three league? I'm down. Okay, we I want, want to do, do a three on three league, but I want or, or, or I'm not sure if I want to do three on three or just, but I want to do the league. Yes, and I want to do it to a point where also it works as a European football soccer league does. So, are you familiar with European? I am, so, okay. but I don't. I, I but, okay. you're, but I'm gonna have to follow this okay, one. Here, here's this. So, let's say there's twelve of us. We okay. compete in the first season. Okay, the bottom three are done. They're out of the season. They have to fight their way, but they're done. They're not coming back the next season. Yeah, because you can't. How do you fight your? They're not going to be a junior league. Well, well, it won't be a junior league, right? They just I mean, do. They do samplings at like at like grocery stores. No, but like and least, whoever gives what, up the most crackers. And what cheese I'm saying is like at the, end of, at the end of the season, You're someone's going to win, right? It's right. you versus I. Let's be honest. Right. You, it's you. That's, that's, that's where it's going to be. The way be. this podcast works out, it should be you and I are at the title, <laughs> fighting f- fighting for the title. Right. But the real drama is on the bottom of the table because who's gone? Will Carl or Antonio right. be eliminated forever? Right. It won't be either of them because they're no. really good. Yeah, but you know what fantastic. I'm saying. Will Justin Warner or. <laughs> okay. There's no way out of this. I'm not taking this up at all. We're somebody who we don't know and respect. Well, well, <laughs> Troy, no, it's not that. Troy. These are, yeah, exactly. These are all friends. So, I mean, I'm just trying to think about someone who could yes, take, I understand who could take the joke. Person X. Yeah. Person X will be eliminated. And person Y will be eliminated. And, no, they get eliminated from, like, Forever. let's say, Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, that's good that those are stakes. It can happen. All of a sudden. Anyway, yeah. I, hit can me happen. up. Yeah, I'm going to be pitching this idea I'm in. next door. Um, so, you're doing, <laughs> so you're eating frozen grapes. I'm eating ba- frozen back grapes. Back to your couch on Sundays. Yeah, I'm eating frozen grapes. Uh, I find this incredibly inspiring to me. Thank you. It's um, inspiring my, I'm inspiring myself. Because you look great. Thank you. I, I look like, better. I don't look great yet. I look better. I think you look great. The stubble is at a length that I admire. Like, I can't do yeah. stubble. Yeah. Oh, I, this is completely unkempt. I don't ever try to to manicure this. I want to say you're heading towards, and this is going to be a big. Do it. Are you ready for a big? Oh, I'm always worried with you. <laughs> well, it is so, especially when someone tells you yeah, first, and yeah, it's going to be gonna a compliment. Be, this is a compliment. I feel like you're nearing, like you're getting near Clooney status. <laughs> I think, I think you're right. My wife told me that the other day. She's Did like, she? Yeah, yeah. She's like, you're basically George Clooney at this point. I said, That's babe. A, Babe, I appreciate. Did that. Did she really tell you that? No, no, no. Oh, she would never oh, say well, that. First even of all, even when I even when I become Clooney status, that the, well, that will not come. She's, that, that that's exactly how Jasmine would be as well. But no, you're. I feel. I feel like there's this. Like you got. There's a certain amount of confidence. I mean, in your look, face I'm too. living. I'm for the first time in forever. I'm you know living a healthy lifestyle, which is you know which is totally new and totally big. And and look, you're a healthy dude. You know how that feels. I mean, you actually may not yeah. know how that feels because you've been a healthy dude for so long. It's just become the norm as opposed mm. to me. I'm like, oh, this is brand new. This is awesome. Yeah, no, this is an interesting thing. I, but you were I, heavy I, as a kid, yeah, right? No, I mean, I was heavy as an adult. Last 10 years ago. Yeah, right. dude, I will show you a picture later. I'll probably throw it on the Instagram. I mean, I've lost somewhere between 60 and 80 pounds. Like, I have not, like, actually documented it mm-hmm. or, like, because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're probably at your heaviest, you don't usually, like, jump on the scale. Hey, look. Yeah. <laughs> right, you usually, like, where am couple, I starting? Take 
take a couple of days and like, I actually did. You did. I, well, yeah, because okay. I was like, you know what? Like, there was a definitive moment where I said, "This has got to change." What was the definitive moment? It was when I jumped on a scale. So okay. I didn't jump right. on the scale to be like, "Okay, let's document this." I right. jumped on the scale and I was over three hundred pounds. Okay, so now you're. I'm in, not a tall man, Richard Blaze. You're not a tall man. No, you're, so you're for me to be over three, like to me to me to be like yeah. three hundred over three hundred pounds, is scary. Yeah. Hundred percent. So now you're jumping on the scale, though. So where are you at? You're at the Four Seasons in Hawaii. Like you're on a chef circuit. You're. At, you're I was in my bathroom at my at my duplex apartment in okay. Los Angeles, California. So there, I mean, so there has been a scale there before, but for there was a at, scale there. But it was, at some point, but you it was dusty. To jump on. Right, okay, it's a dusty scale. It's hidden somewhere. In I mean, the look. Closet. I know. I jumped on the scale. You know, look. I, I was a guy who would like. I would jump on the scale at times so like to check in. Right. I would never do anything about sure, it. Sure. Sure. But I hadn't checked in in a long time. Right. Look, I, I had a look. I had a I had a horrible year. Right, about a year and a half ago, I closed okay. a ton of restaurants. Mm. It was a lot of stress. I just had my second kid, wasn't sleeping, the whole thing, and things got real, real quick. And then you know, and and so when I jumped on the scale and saw how real it was, I was like, man, like this is I've got to because like I'll be honest with you, I have I have boundless energy, so I've always been like it's never been like I'm like oh I'm lethargic, I'm tired, right, right, um. And I also have an inflated sense of self-confidence. And so I was also never like, oh, I don't feel good about myself. It was literally – but when I jumped on the scale and I realized, like, wow, this is not good. And what's funny is that now that I'm down – like, I'm down 47 pounds now. Wow. And Congratulations, now that, Thank dude. you. 47 pounds. And now yeah. that I'm down that – now in retrospect, I'm like, wow, I didn't feel healthy. Wow, I, I, mm. you know, I, I wasn't happy with myself. I, I, was, I was fooling myself. And that – Jumping on the scale like that was a wake up call. I mean, dude, three, over three hundred pounds—that's ridiculous. Right. Did you? What did you think you Jesus. were going to weigh in? I thought I was going to be in like the two seventies. Right. Okay. So did you sort of had like an idea of where I've been. Three hundred as a marker that was like if that's like if, I never said it as it, right. it wasn't that it was that is that I hadn't checked in in a long time right. and then to find out that I was like like when you're forty pounds over the mark that you're expecting to be at yeah. you're like whoa no yeah no it's shocked like i mean i have the same experience i remember and my my wife like i i I fluctuate wildly still actually with my weight and i remember like you know we were happy and like newlyweds and like i just started being like a happy married dude who then started like eating a little bit more even after i lost weight and i remember she was like hey you know let's go we're at we were at like in front of a supermarket in miami she's like hey there's a scale out here Kind of setting me up, like yeah. in a way that like really did kind of feel hurtful, but was like really you know helpful. Right, and like I, for me it was you know, like two twenty, right, and I was like, and this was after I had already lost like a considerable amount of weight, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like I had, and I was like, oh wow, two twenty. I was just, and I remember myself like being a big sports guy, going back to our sort of football things. So I mean, like, oh, that's like a incredibly fit outside linebacker, right, right. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I'm like, I mean, I'm, look, I'm talking, I'm talking like incredibly unfit offensive lineman, right? Weight. <laughs> With a lot of muscle, right? Like, and I'm yeah, like, exactly. I don't look anything like an incredibly fit no. outside linebacker. No. I was like, I'm more of like, you know, kicker. <laughs> um, but like, you need that sort of like that 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 wake up call, right? Yeah. So yeah. then, but what the tough part then though is kind of to like get from where you were there on that scale to now like living this lifestyle and also helping people and inspiring people yeah. like that the how where, how does how do you get from one a to b i mean i did a lot of research um i talked to a lot of people i know who have been successful and and you know and and, and at losing mm-hmm. weight and stuff like that um and i reached out to the people at weight watchers 
Where UB's it was, which, is now, which is now WW. Right. They're now WW. They've rebranded. I like that. Well, they're a full... And here's why they did it. Because, like, look, at the end of the day, what I love about Weight Watchers is that it's, it's, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It teaches you how to portion control. The right, right. It drives you towards making the right choices. Right. And it's about, and, 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 you know, with their, with their freestyle program that they have that like, you can basically, you can eat whatever you want. Right. There's just, you know, there's trade-offs. Like for example, I can eat a cheeseburger right now. Right. But I'm eating a lot of vegetables and, and, and lean proteins the rest of the day for sure. Right. And even that, you know, so it, it, but it does. It's, it, it's a me. flexibility that they have there. Because like, look, you and I, we eat for a living. Right, like, that's what we do. Oh, it's 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 a blessing and you a know, curse. It's a right? blessing and, and a curse. Yeah, yeah. And so and so, I needed something. I couldn't just be on like a keto diet or like a paleo diet or like or even a diet. Because to me, a diet ends. Right. Yeah. And it's they're usually at an extremity. Right. Right. And then you usually fall right off the wagon and go right back. Sure. Sure. I needed to kind of recalibrate. The way I looked at food, yeah, my, and the way I ate food, and I love this because there's many different ways to get to the same spot. Like to me, the challenge there though is like when it's baby steps. It seems like like that. Then WW is like a slow burn, uh-huh. like a slow build to getting to the right lifestyle it choices. Is. Um, for me, that would be incredibly tough because like I'm an all for nothing sort of person, and like yeah. I actually needed the no. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna just no sugar, no carbs, nothing for like yeah. at least five days or something. Like I just, I'm just coming off a 45 yeah. day challenge where I did I know no, I saw that. Yeah, I did no sugar, no gluten, no soy, no dairy. Um, what did it do for you? I lost like 10 pounds, like literally, you know, almost within the first right. two and a half weeks. Right. I don't want to say it. Right, right. That would be like unhealthy or unrecommended, right. but like easily, I think it was seven pounds in the first right. 14 days. Right. But it did exactly what you're saying in the same way. It made me realize I was doing a lot of things, not even because I wanted to, but that because they were just habits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, even as a chef, you had mentioned like, oh, I taste a living. Like, how many times do you go back for the second bite of something that you're tasting? Yeah, because you're good at it. So am I. Like, we make delicious <laughs> stuff so you taste your stuff. You're like, right. oh, that's really good. And we're passionate also, about what we but cook, you, you know? I know? Okay, and now it's like, now we're just like two bros bonding or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I really like eating. Yeah. I love it. That's well, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why I wanted to make this change too was because my relationship with food was changing. Mm. I was getting to the point where I wasn't liking eating anymore. Oh, okay. I was getting to the point where I was like, ah, oh, like I can't, like it was either I'm eating the wrong things and I'm not making the right choices and, and I was starting to feel guilty about what I was eating. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, it's, it's that whole Austin Powers, you know, I eat because I'm empty and I'm empty because I eat. Right. You know, like it's, you, you start, you know, like that's my, that's, that, that was my stress relief was eating right. that was my you know and not just eating it wasn't like my stress release was mm. eating mm. frozen grapes right. my stress release was eating grilled cheese sandwiches with short ribs you know, with short ribs on it you know what I mean? <laughs> one of your and so like that was part of it to me it was me about it was like changing the way I looked at food and, and, and about eating yeah and I wanted to love eating again yeah same 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 thing with me I just realized that there were a lot of Things I was specifically we, you had mentioned before we actually turned the mics on how much like I travel I, like I'm just God, travel, it's hard, right? travel travel so like when you're on an airplane or you're in an airport and like again I'm not uh, like a snob but right. like, a lot of people think I'm like some molecular gastronomy right. snob if you don't know me like if you do know me you know I like ranch dressing right yeah and like I like you know peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I like all of these things that are like simple foods and when you're at, on an airplane and here comes the you know the the, the few times I'm blessed to be in first class. Right. Here comes the bread basket. Yeah. I don't need the bread. No, but if you're on an airplane, you're going to need it. 
Right. And I'm just, you're just like doing these things <laughs> yeah. that are just like, oh, okay, there's food in front of me. Yeah. Oh, I'm at an airport. I have time to get That's on. I'm going to sit down and eat. bread, usually. That's what I mean. So like for me, specifically with like bread, I, made, I started making those decisions like when I'm at Tartine, I'm going to eat a loaf of sourdough. Right. But I'm not going to eat just well, like see, a that's sandwich the bread thing from that an airport. Freestyle does. Oh, okay. That's great okay. because you can eat what you know. It's not you can't eat this. You can't eat this. You can eat everything. Right. But like again, there's a trade off, and what you wind up doing is you wind up a like I also used to, like I would sit down and eat like a cheeseburger, and I would scarf it down. Yeah. Now on the rare occasions that I'm having a cheeseburger, I'm having a, a del- I'm making sure I'm having a delicious one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm exactly. savoring every bite because I know what it's worth. Mm. I know its value to me. So now is and there I a- know its value, and, and I know the trade off and what I had to do to get it. And so I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I'm only eating things that are like are real. And I'm not necessarily saying really good for me because like for me, it's like I had a Five Guys burger. Yeah. It was my all sure. my points for the That's whole right. day. Yeah, but I loved it. Now and okay. I savored it. So you the, know the points are. Do, do, first of all, just to be clear, WW is not sponsoring this podcast no, episode. <laughs> but hit me up if you'd like to. <laughs> um, but I just love this because again, so many people take this. Is, so you, when you say points, is that like our points calories, or is it? No, is it's definitely it's okay. not calorie counting at all. It's literally portions. It's portions and foods. Right. So if, for example, like on freestyle, every, like lean proteins like chicken breast, right? Uh, all fish, right? Uh, that's all zero points. Okay. Beans, zero points. Non-fat Greek yogurt, zero points. Eggs, whole eggs, okay. zero points. Vegetables, fruit, zero points. Mm. But then your breads and your fats and your cheeses and, you know, and a lot of those things, th- those add up. Those yeah. are points. You get a point value. And so basically what they do is it, it guides you towards like, okay, if I'm going to eat, like, I need to eat mostly... Those things on that list, right, right, and supplement them with the things on the other list to reach a certain number every day, and and to find balance. Because like I think what I've found and what's worked. I mean, look, I've been doing it for seven months now, and what I found is that amazing. Dude. What I found is that like it it really does. It's not a like in the sense where it's a diet where like I can only eat this. I'm like okay, I'm gonna eat what I want to eat, right. But it's changed me. Where I'm like, but what I want to eat is like. Non-fat Greek yogurt with figs, passion fruit, and a little bit of like, and some, and a little bit of granola on top because the points are in the granola, and that's it, and that makes, and that's delicious, and it makes me feel good, and you know what I mean. Well, you just kind of mentioned that the the the, the key to it too is the, the the back end of it. It makes me feel good, mm-hmm. right? Is like because how many times even now, and this is actually a problem for me is like. I because I'm so obsessed and I drive so hard and you know whatever I'm obsessed with at that moment right now it's fantasy football (laughs) but like maybe it's cooking competition maybe it's like a business project that I'm working on whatever it is I'm all in for it is I have trouble um, like even working off of what the 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 parameters were right so like it makes me feel good so like when I I can have a double cheeseburger today too. But my psyche a little bit is like, oh, I don't feel good about it. But because that's I what's so good about it is that, that figs and the granola. parameters right. are, are – it's a wide-ranging net that brings it back to the same place. Got it. Now, do you get a, a – now I'm just really asking about your thing. I just did a whole life is what the challenge I did. But um, is it – like do you get a counselor for that or like is there like a so help? The, so most there... people go to meetings. Like they okay, have a meetings, it. like a once-a-week meeting. Yeah. I have my own personal counselor now okay, because who I meet up with like once with some big shot. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, yeah. Who I meet with once a month, but like right. they, I mean, the reality of it is like now with tech and everything like that, like there's an app 
That's you literally yeah. go to your mine, app. Mine was an app-based. Yeah, you go to your app. You type in, here's what I'm eating. And they have like all these restaurants on it and recipes, some of which are mine now. Of course. Um, where, where can you find the it, Eric Greenspan <laughs> recipes? They're on the WW app. Nice, nice. WW app. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, for example, so I'm, I'm launching a new concept in a week. And so I've been doing R&D for, for weeks on it. I've been and reading about it. fried yeah. chicken and it's burgers and it's wings. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And what's funny is that like, before I changed the way I lived, like I would eat these things and it would have no effect on on how I felt physically. Right now, it's like I'm I'm, I'm th- I carry a clicker, like a bar clicker, with me. Yeah, so I, yeah. I track tastes. Oh, amazing! To make sure that I'm not. Or like, or it's not necessarily to make sure because there's times I'm going over my points anyway. But I want to have an understanding yeah. of what kind of day it was. Right, you're tracking tastes in the restaurant. So I do So what I do is like outside of what I, what I had to learn was how to separate the food I ate for a living versus the food I ate to live. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and the, the food I ate for a living. I I don't track them as meals. I track them yes, as tastes, and yes. I give myself a point for every taste. So the reality is like Dude. when I know that I'm doing R and D on a menu, I have. 36 tastes that I can have. Right. And I have to eat like zero point foods the whole rest of Therein the day. Therein lies the problem with, and listen, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in the industry in some degree. Um, that's the problem that like happens. It's everything. It's like, because we, we, we cook all day long, we, we're tasting, we're kind of on our feet so we feel like we're getting really a, a lot of activity. We're not. Then the day ends, but like, you want a meal because you love what you do and you uh-huh. love the and process yeah. of sitting down to eat because that's why you're a chef most yeah. likely in the first place. Yeah. And then it's midnight. And for me, it would be like, then it's midnight and I'm, I'm drinking a bottle of red wine and I'm having a whole pizza by myself. Yeah, yeah. You're eating gnarly. And then I yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. And I do that 39 days in a row. Yeah. Or whatever it is that, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm having a meal at midnight, which is never really a great and, idea. And like, so you click, though. This is genius to me. I click the tastes at did work you, so did that someone, I know. Did someone like... My coach and I worked it out. I was like, here's the problem. I'm like, here's one of the problems that I'm having is that like, I, I okay, I stress eat and I taste a lot. Right. These both happen at work. Like, I'm most stressed at work and that's when I have the most access to food and it's usually not the healthiest food. You know that's, what I mean? And so I needed to find a way to instinctively right away go like, oh my God, this is what I'm eating. And so I needed a physical break to make sure like that's part of what about ww yeah. that's great is that when you count right you check you know you, you do an uh, an inventory right of what you've done so you're and basically what you you're so uh, do you like it's a journal it is in, in some in some way it's a journal it's absolutely a journal. have you ever done the, the journal thing like outside of even never. like food never Hey everyone, Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies. Once again, Jasmine for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack as they are bringing the Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. 
Visit the website or use the mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at Bet Online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code PODCAST1 for your sign-up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to stick around after this podcast to get the latest headlines from the AP News Minute. Hey, uh, listen, if you like Starving for Attention, our show, you're going to love The Good Life with Stevie and Cezanne on Podcast One. The YouTube and blogging power couple warms hearts, inspire minds, and captivate listeners through intimate stories and powerful conversations with people who are making an impact from major celebrities to everyday people. Check out The Good Life with Stevie and Cezanne every Wednesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. The two things that, again, are, I mean, dude, you inspire me in many different ways. Thanks, Every sir. time I'm around you, I'm Likewise. like, I love that dude. I do say that mostly about everyone that's on the mm-hmm. podcast. That's okay. But even I'm happy part of the I fraternity. I said it to Jasmine on the way <laughs> up here today. I was like, no, there's just something about, like, and, like, I also, real quick, I'm going to clear the air. Like, you're, like, such a good cook that when we do end up together, we're usually competing against we're usually battling. And I usually, like, for those 30 minutes, don't Hate like me. you. Right? <laughs> Not, but like I always respect, brother. You. Brother, I know you. Okay, <laughs> I know you and I love okay. you and but, respect but same, you. I know you. Same here. Yeah. Like, it's always like that. But I'm all like, man, I'm gonna have to run around. This dude is gonna like give it, give it to me. The same way I feel about Antonio. Like these are like my favorite people in the world that you know. Gordon Shelley. Like just man, yeah. I gotta deal with this. You know what I mean? This dude's gonna make just some delicious. We're the food. ringers. We're the ringers. Right, darn gotta, it! Oh my gosh. Um, I don't feel that way about everyone. Um, but dude, the the the, the this thing that the fitness and the health and wellness incredibly inspiring and like that's one category. The other side of you though, that like is you're like you say you're not a tech guy, but you're always like you're very very business savvy. I try to be and like <laughs> and right now you're opening up restaurants that aren't restaurants. Here's the deal: you say Explain business this. savvy. My my biggest concern is that I mm. often feel like in the Beastie Boys world. <laughs> okay. Am I check your head or am I Paul's Boutique? Oh, okay. Got Whereas it. Right. Paul's Boutique, mm. I think, was their best album ever. Wow. But it is, took is like Boutique? seven years for people to figure out that that, re- that, that album was okay. good. Now, I am, this is embarrassing because I'm a hip-hop head and a beastie. Like, was, that was my License to Ill was my first After album. License to Ill was Paul's right? Boutique. Their oh, be- okay. I think their best album. So what, what but, was it, nobody, but it wasn't a commercial success Paul's like nobody it is now. Sabotage. No. Okay. No, what wait. Was, no, so no. What, what, what is... Paul's Boutique was, hey, ladies. Okay. All right. And wow. Eggman. Okay. And I, High Plains Drifter. Fr- from Download a, it right now. From a high level You're going to listen to it on your drive I down. I disagree on, with on you. your drive down. <laughs> I will listen to it on the way back tonight. Absolutely. 100%. But... I even uh, think Sabotage, I think, was their fourth best album. Listen, we're going to put this on an Instagram story. Yeah. Which ones are better? Beastie Head. I think Check Your Head is my favorite album. Okay. I think that... I think that Paul's Boutique, though, like Paul's Boutique and Check Your Head were both albums that really pushed the envelope of hip hop. Right. One of them, it took a long time to get recognized. Mm. One of them hit right away. Wow. And uh, so that's kind of like when you say savvy, I go like, cool. I, I am always trying to do something different than anybody else. Yeah. That, that's part of what gets me off. That part of what gets me excited is like, I try to be like the smart guy. Like, Nobody else thought about this, and sometimes it turns out not to be smart. Yeah, but that's how, but but it's but it keeps me engaged. It keeps me intrigued. Um, okay, you don't get to success though if you don't take risks, right? right? 
So it seems like that's what like what's inspiring big to on you risks. is also like big you want to do new things. You yeah. want to do different things. I'm the guy who wants to be like I, like who succeeded despite. Right. You know what I mean? You were like toasted bread and ooey gooey cheese is not enough. It needs <laughs> short ribs, short ribs on exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so quick sidebar before we talk about taking risks. Then what is your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time? Because I come on stage to one Beastie Boy classic that is my personal sabotage? favorite. Is that yours? It's not Sabotage. What is it? I come on stage to Intergalactic. Okay, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's like the perfect okay, song right. for you to come on a yes, stage I mean, it's got, it's got a good, like, it's like my at-bat um, music. My favorite Beastie what Boys would you be, What's song your at-bat music for the is, Beastie Boys? Uh, You're stepping to the plate. The stadium is getting I mean, ready. I love Sabotage. I'm trying to think. I'm, I, can't I'm a, a I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now, right. though. Sabotage but it's, is not um, a bad answer, but going against the risky version. It would be the... No, it's on... It's on uh, I, need to, I need to literally... I have to look at my phone. You're going to have to get deep into I'm your catalog. That's fine. Balls. We have a second. I will stare we'll here. Take a pause. We're at the, yeah, yeah. We're at I the, can't believe... Like, like you put it's a perfect on moment a, to talk about the um, signage on the wall here at Crack Shack. <laughs> which I love, by the way. Bo Crack Jackson? Shack Century City Are you kidding me, Bo in Jackson? Los Angeles. We have been known to put chicken heads on famous people, one of which in one of our locations is just a thousand richer blazes with chicken heads. But this one is LA, so we went with big LA athletes. I'm looking at David Beckham and <laughs> I'm waiting uh, on my phone to Sandy load. Koufax. So we're going to we're going to we're going to here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Magic Johnson. Do you Fernando. not have check your head? I, I probably have don't it. now either. I mean, I you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like I was always under the, like after License to Ill, the BC and Intergalactic was probably the last song that I was really like um you know, a big Beasties fan. But I will say, as a chef, one of my favorite moments was having Ad-Rock in one of my restaurants. Oh, and I was yeah. just like, I've made it. Big foodie. I made it. Ad-Rock's here. Big foodie. Yeah, that's it. Okay, ready? All right, look uh, at So now Eric Greenspan. Pass the mic. Pass. Oh, yeah, there we pass go. Pass the mic or so what you want. Okay. Those are my guys. Both of those and are like, and I'm, both I'm great. There it is. On my phone right both now. great uh, lyrical songs, yes. too. Like just like hardcore and I love Pass songs. the Mic. Um, okay, I'm going to so go with now, Pass the Mic. Pass the Mic is Eric Greenspan's at bat music. Um, so back to risks. Let's you like it. doing different things. You're also not afraid. You kind of mentioned it uh, earlier. You're not afraid. Taking risks means you're also not afraid of failure. Not at all. Right. So like some things work out, some things don't. Yeah. Um, but you never really get to something great I unless mean, you take I mean, a risk. Yeah. And, and look, the, the, the good thing about failure is that the more often you experience it, the easier it is. Ooh. <laughs> Th- this is true. I, I mean, mean I've been in the restaurant business for a long time. I've closed. I've opened up a lot of restaurants. I've closed a lot of restaurants. I've had some successes. I've had failures. And that first failure stings hard. You and I And both, then you yeah. realize that it's business. Right. And, like, and, and, you re- and when you start to recognize like, why it failed, and some of it's your fault and some of it's not your fault, but at the end of the day, what it really came down to is that you took risks. Yes. As long as you're proud of the decisions that you've made, move on. Early on, and were you going. early? Because I was, and I think most chefs. I'm going to throw out a number: like 90 percent of chefs have such an ego that when that first thing fails, it's the critics' fault, the business partners' fault, the local media's fault. It's everybody's fault, but yours. Were you were you that guy too at some point? It's always your fault, right? It's always it's just, your fault. I yeah. Mean, yeah, if if you're, you're, truly, but I mean, if you're you a always, real chef, if you're a real chef, right. like unfortunately for me, like the big, biggest mentality of being a chef that's driven into my head is that like no matter what happens, like it's never my line cook's fault, it's never my stove's fault, it's never my produce vendor's fault, sure. it's never my front of the house's fault. At the end of the day, if I run the show, it's my fault. Now, even when you were young though, and that first thing didn't work out, like would do, were you were you not like oh man my 
I mean, partner. look, I, I'll always sit there and say, like, it was the recession. It was this. Nice. It was that. Right. You know, I mean, like, you can always, like, I think that's part of the healing process. Sure, is that, sure. you're, uh, that initial first part Denial? is like, you Denial. have to deny yeah. first. Denial is right? the first yeah. part of healing. Yeah. Uh, but you eventually get to the point where you're like, all right, I, I f***ed up. Yeah. So now you're taking a risk because you're opening up restaurants that aren't really physical restaurants. Virtual restaurants. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start wearing like a black turtleneck like Steve Jobs. Now that I actually have a neck. Yes. And I'm, running, and I'm running a tech thing. Yes. That's the next step. Can you please wear a black turtleneck? For now on. That's going to be my thing. Yes. Um, that should be. You know what you should do. That's what That should be one of. I have. I buy certain clothes also that like if I get to that level of like health and wellness and fitness it's like yeah if i feel confident i'll wear that flowered button shirt or oh i bought a size whatever jeans and so i think you need to do like a super i don't have the i I have such i have such a journey to go down (laughs) that i don't have room in my closet to keep loading it up with with eventual goals you find the one thing but the black turtleneck will be the one i'm gonna do that for you next time i see you're in a black turtleneck you're running restaurants that don't exist explain this so I mean, exist physically. They're virtual restaurants. So I basically have a commissary kitchen. Yes. Of which I do made-to-order food, like quick-serve style food, um, that is available for delivery only. Mm -hmm. So there's no storefront. Yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm layering concepts on top of concepts. So I have – I'm launching my my fourth concept right now. Yes. It'll eventually be probably six or seven. And they all exist at the same time. They all run at the same time. Yeah. They this all work with one so kitchen crew. They smart. all go through my own website or through Caviar or Uber Eats right. or Grubhub or Postmates. Um, but each restaurant has its own digital it, storefront. Its own digital storefront. Okay. Its own menu. You know, um, I try to, it's, it's like a game of chopped kind of where you're like, like each menu is my magic box and I have to figure out a new menu based on all the stuff that I have to try to sure. so that like everything kind of like like the breakfast sausage and the egg sandwich concept gets chopped up and put into the burrito sure. the burger patty and the breakfast sausage get mixed together to make meatballs this this Asian slaw becomes this coleslaw for the fried chicken this you know the salsa verde for the burritos yes. to- is tossed on my it's wings it's a puzzle it's a puzzle and you put them all together and the idea is that you know as you, you, you save on labor, which you and I know is like the hardest right. part of the game. Sure. Um, well, you I mean, also save on physical space yeah. because you're not. And you know what? To me, too. And like you want in Westfield in Century City, yeah. Los Angeles, in a massively yeah. expensive real estate. You want to talk spot. about failure, too. Like for me, like for example, I closed Greenspan's Grilled Cheese on right. Melrose Avenue like three years ago. Okay. I had a pretty good lease there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted to try something new there, I had to take down the sign. I had to repaint it. I had to redesign it. I had to get new equipment. Blah, 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 blah. It would have co- it, there was no way that I was going to be able to raise the money right. after closing that restaurant. I'm like, I want to do the, something right in the same place that I just closed. Like right. It would never happen. Now, as I advance in the business cycle of what's going on, what's fun for me is that I can try concepts. I can try them out. I can throw them against the wall. I mean, like I'm opening up a fried chicken burger concept. Okay, right. It's costing me $2,500 to open it. Right. It cost me the branding, Where's the, the stickers. Yeah, okay. So it's all branding and, and, that's it. and, and web. And a couple Cambros. Face, social media, <laughs> yeah. coordinator, you know what I mean? web Stuff designer. Like that. Um, yeah. And then... And a couple Cambros. <laughs> you mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, if I, and, and, and as we get through, like the ones that don't perform as well as they need to, I can kill them. Right. And I can, start to, I can turn them off. Okay. 
and I can turn something else so back on. In, in, in a and, way, and I'm constantly going to be able to perpetuate and incubate concepts. I was going to say, I might take them brick and mortar. Or I might, you know, I might take them mm. concessions or airports, something like that. I might just keep them delivery only. Like it's, it's a new world, and, and that's what's the best for me. What's most exciting about it is that like the muscle memory is totally new. Right. I'm learning brand new like things to be concerned about, like placement on the apps and right. and how do I and how do I upsell without a cashier? Right. And what and what is my menu mix and and what are people like, you get a lot of data. So it's like how do I how do I digest that data to figure out how it works and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's uh it's definitely the future. It's definitely not the present yet. Yeah. But the gap between future and present is closing. Absolutely. Um, this is ingenious. You had just mentioned the key word here I think too is like you basically just opened up your own R&D incubator. Yeah. That gives you the, you know, the 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 bandwidth for creativity, like a large bandwidth yeah. to be creative. Um, I mean, I've and- opened up four concepts in the past Six months, and as most incubators, like you can just kind of look at it as uh, your own sort of like investor and be like, that works, that doesn't, this sticks, that doesn't. And all, but also, it's like, like for example, like I've got the first concept that I launched was called Chino. Yeah, which home, I love, home of the orange chicken. Burrito. I was jealous. Okay, when I looked at the page, I like, I just it's was, fun, like, this right? Was months ago, and I looked at, it, I was like, oh, this dude again. Like, say, I had the same feeling as I do when I run around a grocery store yeah. competing against you. Like, <laughs> oh man, this is what I'm so competing. So currently, against. Chino mm-hmm. not working delivery only. Okay. Um, very few chefs will admit when there's things that are not working. I'm, I'm one of those guys who's like, I'm an open book. Right. Chino's not working. I'll tell you why. I okay. think it's not working. Sure. Tell me why. Um, no, just real quick, give us a quick, like, Chino's is Chino? Chino home of the orange chicken burrito. It's Asian Latin fusion, like, on the, as on the nose, like, so on the nose that I serve a dime bag of MSG with every <laughs> order. So that it's okay. called, and our hashtag is MSG on the side Got so it. that you can add the, it's not on there, right. but you can okay. add it yeah. if you want to. You have to. a creative team that you run these ideas by? No, 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 I probably, it's my wife. Okay, no, but she's a creative, like my wife, Jasmine does the same I, thing, so I, she, I, she's I, an editor? She's my moral, she's okay. my moral so compass. she's like, dime bag MSG, it's okay? Millennium. No, no, she was not okay with it, okay, but, right, but right, I went with it anyway. <laughs> I say that as someone who has a restaurant called Crack Shack as well. <laughs> um, um, so, it's, it's, so it's an orange chicken burrito, it's a bulgogi beef quesadilla it's a carnitas banmi mm. it's wasabi guacamole right. it's it's a arroz it's a it's a, a mango sticky rice arroz con leche amazing and in, in any other hands i would be like cliche fusion in your it's hands overly cliche fusion right but intent by with intent with intent which i think is what makes it genius here's why it doesn't work to okay. because it's a risk you've never had an orange chicken burrito and so, but you've been to a food court and wanted to go to yes, Panda Express, but and but you've never had Chipotle this one at the same time. Okay, and you're ordering food to deliver to your house, mm-hmm. and if it sucks, right? You waited and you waited 45 minutes, and now you have to wait another 45 minutes for the next meal that you want mm. because it's not good. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it's interesting, right? Because I, I learned a lot from that. That I learned that like if you're gonna do just delivery stuff, it has to be stuff that. You, it has to have people have to have a point of recognition of which then you can spin off of because I'm always going to do something creative I'm always going to do something kind of right. you need to have so you do that at the same time I love Gino I think it's mm. delicious right and it doesn't matter like my stomach is rumbling and right, right now it doesn't take up any real estate in my kitchen I'm reusing the ingredients in other menus and other things right so I keep it like Chino. If it was doing the sales that it was doing, now mind you, it wouldn't do these sales in a brick and mortar because I think it would actually work as a brick and mortar. Right. And I might spin it off into that. That's kind of the fun part mm. of the incubator. Part. Risky. Like, I was like, this doesn't Risky. work. Yeah. With 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 what you're saying is like not great data, but you're still. But open I think to you can understand why. Right. Because at the end of the day, look, you're going to trust your palate. You're going to be like, that's right. delicious. Is your name- and everybody who who eats it is like. 
dude, that's so good. Oh my gosh. Well, now is your is your name consumer facing on the, the digital storefronts and stuff? No. Mm. Not really. Because well, why? I'll tell you why. Because I think that there's number one. I think that there's something just like I have a hard time like even like with social media and all that stuff. I have a hard time. I kind of feel like it's like if it's Eric Greenspan's Chino. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm bragging a little bit. Yeah. And it just seems like a little bit of like I love and respect Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. But for Christ's sakes, like how many Wolfgang Pucks this and Wolfgang Pucks that? Like, do I need to see? I kind of want the restaurants to stand on their own for what they are. Yeah, but I mean. I so would I'm love cha- to eat so a there is going to be a change. I'm going to tell you about Wolfgang the change. Puck I'm going to tell you the as change. As an example, um, I also think that there is also there's a negative connotation sometimes that we get by attaching our celebrity chef names to things. Yes, from yes. A price perspective that oh it's too chefy. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm not you know I think that in the food delivery world people are looking for comfort. Yeah, and I'm a f- and my fear is also that it's like hey like I don't want a chef messing with my with my this or that. I just want. I want the brands to be able to stand on their own for what they are mm. and not have it be just because of who Eric, that it's Eric Greenspan. Noble. I, I feel like it's noble. I, this isn't you and I now just in a, in, a, in a head-to-head. I feel like take advantage of everything that you can. It's not Richard Blaze's crack shack. It's not. No. People know it's yours. It's, well, it's not mine. I mean, let's be clear also. Like you're saying, like there's always a number of people that make something great. And even here, as we sit in a crack shack, the, the, the goal is that crack shack stands alone. It, mm-hmm. it does not need the name of Richard Blaze, but whatever advantage the name gives. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, you should, I, I share, person, you know about yeah. all of these things because we follow each other on yeah, Instagram yeah, and course. you see my things. Yeah. So like, I, what I am about to do, and I'm going to do it with caviar, I think, um, what I'm about to do is I'm going to do a virtual food court. Mm-hmm. I'm about to Aren't launch. Aren't you already? Kind of, but you can't order a cross brand. Okay. Ah. Uh, Big problem with delivery, right? Like, yeah. and that's the other problem with Chino. Yeah, everybody has to want an orange chicken burrito to order from Chino. Got it? Because you have to, you know, that constant spar of like, what are we ordering, guys? Yes. And everybody has to like. My wife doesn't okay. eat Indian food. I throw out Indian food every time we try to deliver food, but we never get it. I throw it out there. We never get it. Mm. What I'm about to do is called the Alt Grub Faction. Yeah, which is going to be my. Umbrella name for all of my brands. You're you're an evil genius now. You need the turtleneck. They sell double XLs around here. Or I have to order those online still. I'm one more size away <laughs> from being able to pie off the we're, rack. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get there, dude. But what I'm gonna do, and I think, and I'm thinking I'm doing it with caviar. Is what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you the opportunity to order across my brands at once. So you can be like, I want a breakfast burrito from Brecky's. I want a burger from Boo Boo's. I want an orange chicken burrito from Chino. I want a bacon, egg, and cheese or a chopped cheese from, from two on a roll. Yeah. Each person can order it at once, and it all comes together, and you can get them all at the same time in one delivery. What you need to that do. That will be Eric, more Eric Greenspan forward-facing because yes. like, that'll be Eric Greenspan's brands. Right. Mm. So I'm going to be playing with That's the fun thing about this is that we keep playing with all these different things. Does Eric Greenspan forward-facing work? I don't know. Haven't done it yet. Going to do it. Right. I'm going to try high-end stuff. I'm going to do a thing called Duck one day, yeah. and I want you to collab with me because I'm going to do a collab okay. every I'm glad month. you mentioned collab because I'm already like – I want to do. I'm gearing up on the other side of the so, mic over here uh, to pitch you to be a part of this food hall. Yeah, because I think like as most food halls, when you get a couple of collaborators involved, mm-hmm. then it becomes mm-hmm. even potentially I more. I wholeheartedly exciting. agree. We, okay. I would love to talk about that. All right, that. we will turn I'm the mic off called, and come back. I'm yeah. going to do a thing called Duck. Okay, which will be a whole duck for two. 
Got it. Once a month. Yes. Pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Chef's collaborating on it, so it's a different flavor profile every time. Okay. It's not like one Peking duck, though. It's like the breast of duck done one way, the legs sure, done sure. another way, maybe yeah. the bones. But it's a di- we have a dish on juniper ivy that is uh, it's a, it is basically that. We do this kick, kick-ass duck. And it's like in courses. And it comes with, but it's also got a different global sort of like inspiration every once in a while. So right. I want to do that delivery. Yeah. And and test. Do people want to pay sixty five, seventy bucks for two for yeah. delivery? Don't you always when you go get like um, Chinese food? Don't you always like? And I'm talking about like typical American Chinese food in the states. Yeah. Don't you always want to get the duck? But always. it's always just a little too much of a risk. It's a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the WW. It's yeah, a lot of um, points. But yeah. yeah, always. And you have okay. to get people to. to so now, so to okay, let's be clear about what you're risking here. One, you want to do. You want to do fine dining without a restaurant virtually. Not only do you want to do that, you want to do it with duck. Yeah. Not chicken yeah. or beef no. or pork. You yeah, want to duck. do it with a meat that is also I not just like uh, the usually name, a salad. I just like the name duck. So do I. No, <laughs> Like I've, small typeface, just I duck. have long, for long had the, I always have, like you do, seemingly, we bo- probably both have, like a black moleskin book of concepts yeah. that I'm always ready to discuss uh-huh. and talk about. Uh-huh. And one of mine is a barbecue, con- basic, you know, smoked barbecue food, but where it's not, you know, beef and pork centric, where it's duck and lamb. Uh-huh. Just kind of because like chefs love my barbecue duck concept? and lamb. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Jubic Jubicue. Jewish barbecue. Yes. Yes. This <laughs> and I want to do, because uh, the lamb, you just triggered it, reminded me. I yeah. want to do lamb ribs. Harissa yes. pomegranate. Yes. Yes. First of all, date sugar all my partners here are Jewish. So okay. like, this is something we need to get in front of them, perhaps. Um, I'm going to call it boy chicks. Yes. So now, okay. Boy chicks jubicue. Right. So <laughs> I, I just said this on last week's pod, but one of my favorite things is I want to do, by the way, I'm 0.5% Jewish, mm-hmm. just to be just to be clear. Everyone knows this because I've Don't shared tell my Hitler. DNA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like you're the and first Hitler the reference. No, you're the first Hitler reference ever on Star That'll happen. Attention. Um, I want to do um, a Mexican and Jewish restaurant called Oy Dios Mio. <laughs> which Michelle Bernstein in last week's episode kind of like shot down my, uh, you know, Spanish how, pronunciation. How, how dare her? Right. Well, she probably just wants to do the concept. Yeah. So she did say something like, oh, I'm already doing I'm already, I'm already, uh, dibs, I'm already doing dibs. brisket and sign, gefilte fish I think tacos. Like, sign this NDA right. before we talk well, on Starving Even, even here at Crack Shack, we have uh, matzo ball pozole. I saw that. Kind of like, I mean, I kind of love that. Yeah, exactly. Why, like, by the way, yeah. why is matzo ball pozole on the Crack Shack menu? This is a good question. Well, one, I just mentioned a lot of my partners are, are of the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all East Coasters, mm-hmm. pretty much. And it was a dish that we, uh, our chef here, John Sloan, we had at Juniper and Ivy where we were talking about how much we love pozzoli. We're in San Diego. We're so close to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, like, what's a fun sort of fusion-y version of, of pozzoli? And we just sort of stumbled upon, you know, matzo balls replacing Hilarious. the hominy, basically. Hilarious. Um, it's actually a good – you know what that is? It's a good – well, I guess not the matzo ball part. I was, maybe if, if I misoed it out, I can go Chino on it. Yeah, the oh, miso pozole. Listen, this is. For, we should just like get together and just like R and D. Just like <laughs> definitely uh, should. Okay, so now, now I'm, I'm. You got me sideways. I just, do that. Just in a. In a we were a, talking about delivery. You're, you're doing delivery. And that's what I'm doing. You're doing the food hall. Well, look, it's also for me. Yeah, so I'm doing the food okay, hall. Well, real quick. So now I know from like our metrics that like um, these, you know, the Ubers and the. Grubs, uh, Grubhub. It's a significant amount of your business. It's, 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 it's upwards of 30% now of our business. And it grows. So, and it's the only part of our industry that's growing. Right. I think this. I think that quick serve restaurants, mind you, not something like this because you have a restaurant environment here and a bar and, and the whole thing that, that's experiential. Right. But in a typical quick serve restaurant, like, do I want to get in my car, 
and then talk to like a high school dropout who's rude to take my order right gets it wrong yeah and then sit on a plastic chair and wait for mm. my food but then also or do i like, want to be watching netflix at home is some of that just the stigma of being in the car when was the last time you went through a drive-thru not recently as a celebrity chef okay I mean, I, not I, recently I, I, good I go for through, you i get the coffee stuff good for you i i mean i i am a fan of the fast I, I don't food. judge yeah no i'm, I'm a, fan. a fan of the fast food but i have to say there's that's I'm on a probably, wellness journey right now we're not hitting up fast food that much <laughs> understood <laughs> break sometimes, my thumb with the clicker <laughs> sometimes my wellness journey takes me to white castles on the I road i mean look I, I think that there's i mean look there's something about to be said about what's good for your soul is good for right. your body is there, there is sometimes, something to me also and sometimes you need, you need and you need the balance stuff right um, um, but there, there's no other time where I feel more like I don't care if someone like sees me at an airport like wearing camo shorts and like you know just kind of out of it or whatever. I think you're but dashingly man, handsome. We're not. You don't you. want to get caught. You don't want to get caught in the drive-through. But, right. But at the drive-through, the last thing I want is like someone handing me a bag, and be like, "Aren't, aren't you, you the dude from <laughs> Guys Grocery <laughs> Games?" I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See you later. Oh, wait, you forgot your 13. <laughs> your crave. No, case. I didn't. You forgot your crave. It case. was R and D. I am shouting out the it white house. It was R and D. All right, so you're doing the food yeah, it's all. Gr- so it's growing. So, so 30% delivery, of our business yes, is 30%. delivery. And, and, and when I started, like, I was one of the first restaurants in Los Angeles on Uber Eats at Greenspan's Grilled Cheese. Yeah. And it was like 10%. Right. Now it's about 30%. The way I see it, it's like that's still growing. Yeah. Can you only do it? Like, okay, so this is something that's happening in New York City. It's happening in Los Angeles. It's happening in San Francisco. It's happening in Chicago, most likely, although I can't confirm. Is this, can this, can this sort of thing happen outside of a big city? We'll you see. can't even get we'll Ubers see. in a lot of places. We'll see. I travel a lot. I mean, definitely in, in, in but in, I mean, there's a lot of cities out there. This is true. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, some of these things might spin off. I might take them brick and mortar. They right. might work do that way that? and do that. Do you miss the br- brick and mortar? No, because it's kind of the same thing, except that like I'm you just doing my. I'm just doing my. I, I, I text them. <laughs> right. Okay. I get their numbers and I send texts. You're right. I right. don't get as much guest interaction. You right. know what I get though. You know what's awesome. I can turn things on and off when I want. Right. I can go to one restaurant and have all of my concepts there. Right. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can, if I can't get to my restaurant, I can order the food to my house and taste it. And if it's not good, I can turn off, I can go online and turn my restaurant off and be like, call them and be like, you forgot the scallions. Right. I'll be right there. Clean. Like mm. it really, like I've got a young, I got two young kids. I got a four and a half year old and a two year old. Congrats. And like, Blessings. I wasn't about to like get back into a brick and mortar environment and be like, all right guys, see you when you're 10. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And so mm. this also oh. just kind of suits my lifestyle so well right now. That it was also kind of a lifestyle decision. I was like, "This is a good way to, you know." And it's it's a you know it was it's a low investment. It's a low risk. It's a high reward kind of situation that's interesting and new. And so like it's fun, you know. Now, are you doing uh, catering as well? Working on it. I'm try- for me the first couple of months right now. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to lay the groundwork. I'm trying to make sure because like look, you can't do it with just one concept when you're launching new concepts. You can do it as like a brand extension. Like if you have an established brand, right? Who and you want to expand your delivery radius, it makes sense, right? Guy like me who's launching new brands, one brand like you said, if delivery is thirty percent of your sales, right? Then you can only assume you're going to do 30% of what a normal restaurant would do in sales. Right. And so you need but four of those and you're right. at 120%. 30% of like a really busy restaurant is, is impressive. It is an impressive number. Sure. Right. And then, but like if you can layer four or five concepts on top of each other, then in that same space, you're doing your, 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 you know, it's, it's multiplier is higher. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, you're a genius. And so, What's most important to me right now is making sure that all of the brands can function at the same time smoothly. Mm. Two cooks at a time executing five different restaurants. 
This it, is smart, dude. You have, once you I have, figure you that out, lit a fuse in my brain. Right once now. I figure it out, then then I'll start focusing on the ancillary stuff like the caterings and the and the private parties and 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 the things like duck and stuff like that. For me, this first year is about getting six concepts rolling. Got it. Wow, dude, always impressive. the The journey that you're on, thank you, brother. is incredible. We didn't even talk about fitness, but I want to like just I don't know. Let's go, go take a, a jog hike, hike with you or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, at the end of the podcast, we usually play games. You down for some games? I'll play a game. All right. So, Eric Greenspan, this one is built just for you. Uh-oh. This one is kind of called... It's called CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Climb yeah, right. that wall! Right. <laughs> That's for the Antonia episode. <laughs> this one is called Eric Green Spam. Ooh. Yeah. So, this is a list of items that are either real or spam, real or fake. Okay. And you're going to let us know if this story is a real thing. Or something. Oh, these stories like up. fake news. Yeah, okay. basically. Okay. Yeah, fake news in its truest context. Um, here we go. Uh, this is. You're gonna let us know. Is this is spam. Is this Eric Green spam, or is this real? Uh, lobsters sedated with pot. That's ganja. That's cannabis to ease death. The owner of a main lobster restaurant <laughs> is exposing this. lobsters to marijuana smoke to try to make their death. Less traumatic. Is this real or Eric Green? I mean, is somebody really doing it? Yes. Does that does that make any sense? No, that's Eric Green's man. Nice. Okay. Um, so you gave us two answers. The answer is that it is a real story. It's a real story. It's not for sure. Spam. It's a real, a real story. It's ridiculous, but it's a real story. Which I mean, it's like I'm exposing is, my line cooks to marijuana smoke like, too, right? To yeah, ease the pain. Yeah, you're like, no, totally, dude, you're just totally. smoking weed yeah, with your staff. Stab them in a brain, which is like <laughs> get the done. easiest way to get it. Get done. it done, right? Yeah, you're probably stressing them out even worse. Um, okay, yeah. Like, what if it, what if it's like a heavy indica and they can't handle the the trip? <laughs> That's what I mean. Then they're like just freaking out, and then that meat's gonna seize up, <laughs> yeah. and it's not gonna yeah, be it's delicious. It's not gonna be tender and delicious. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Notorious serial murderer. Uh, Rose West wins first prize in a prison bake-off contest. She won with her Victoria sponge cake. This is a serial <laughs> that's, murder. That's green spam. This is a real story. Come now. This is a real story. The Daily Mail has reported it, and a serial murderer has won a bake-off competition. Listen, you're talking about virtual restaurants. You can send in, yeah. You can send in a cake recipe from wherever it is. She won with her Victoria sponge cake. That do you? Oh, think so that, she, oh, so it wasn't a bake. It wasn't no, a no, bake she, competition yeah, in jail. No. She mailed it. She she mailed sent in the recipe. She made the cake and had it delivered off premise. This is from really? what I understand. They did that? They're then willing to back, take a. They're willing to take a, it, a murderer's. Then it came cake? back with a file in it. I guess. I I don't know. There's probably some this sort of like some sort of like from strange yeah. moment. Okay, the San Francisco Chronicle reports that Palo Alto startup receives uh, received five million dollars from Chinese venture capital firm for a drone delivery system for artisanal donuts. That's got to be real. First of all, this is my concept. <laughs> And it is fake. It is not a real story. But you have now given me the inspiration to further pursue well, you did that, you did that, my concept you did that called drone. So, you did that thing. Was, oh, I, I didn't yes, know you that. Didn't know that? Yes. I saw your donut, the, the samosa donut that you did with the... Well, we did. Yeah, we did with, uh, uh, with Morton. We did, we did um, that was uh, a donut. very cool. Um, but we are, 
working on a donut delivery. Donuts. Donuts. Like, you can get donuts awesome. wherever you want. You're walking down the street. Dude, you got to get a turtleneck. Here comes a donut. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going for it, dude. We're going we're gonna, to uh, off, off air here. Mm-hmm. I'll partner up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got that one wrong. You're batting 500, I believe. Uh, no, you're actually down. You're I down think I'm a losing. Bit. I think I've lost everything. Uh, CNBC reports that Potato Parcel is the message sending service that you didn't know needed, that you didn't know you needed. Perfect for anniversaries, birthdays, and more. Potato Parcel lets customers order a potato with a handwritten message or a photo of someone's face for four dollars. This is CNBC reporting potato parcel, a message that sending can't be service. Right. This is a real thing. Come on, Eric Greenspan. I'm not good at Eric Greenspan. Not doing good with the, the game Greenspan. is named after me, and I am the not game, good at this. You're, you're right. You're, there's only a few more left, so you got to kind of dig yourself. I got to focus. I got to focus. Performing exactly like the uh, OBJ and Eli Manning. Yeah, like yeah. I'm performing like my Giants right, right now. now. I'm one in three. Uh, <laughs> this one, maybe you know, because you probably read this publication. Eater reports. Richard Blaze goes delivery only with a new Mexican Asian <laughs> concept delivering orange chicken burritos and carnita banh mi. Uh, I'm going to go with that as I'm, I'm going to hope that that is Greenspan. This is, of course, Greenspan. <laughs> I would. Although not, it sounds like a just, great idea, Richard. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it sounds delicious. And uh, with I have friends at Chipotle, so like, but I would, of course, have come to you first. So this is fake. All right, last one. Trying to, I think, make yourself 500 for the game yes. today. Uh, LA's first axe throwing spot just opened in a North Hollywood warehouse. Axe throwing bars are places where folks go to drink alcohol and throw heavy axes at pieces of old wood. Are you serious? I'm going to say it's real because I want to believe that that exists. <laughs> this is 100% real. Wow, really? Yes. Do you have uh, an address? I will send you the I Addy. Throw axes. We have people here at, at Crack Shack who have just gone to this restaurant as like it's, it's bowling is done. Ping pong is Trampoline now out. Place These is adult done. entertainment restaurants, axe throwing restaurants are all the rage. These are in Brooklyn right now. They're obviously in North Hollywood here. And they're I, in Brooklyn and North Hollywood. Well, well, I, I, they were in. I know there was for those one of in you. Brooklyn for first. those of you not from Los Angeles, <laughs> North Hollywood yes. sounds way more glamorous than North Hollywood it, is. It, it sure does. It? It I think if, if it's very north of I, Hollywood. I, I think if there's any sort of designation of Hollywood, I guess it's West Hollywood that has this sort of like. Uh, an allure of But at least being... West Hollywood is legitimately west of Hollywood. Right, right. North Hollywood isn't North even north Hollywood of Hollywood. Is like it's like, where there's six like a cities. Train. It's, it's like, like where six there's a train cities away. Stop, right? It's yeah. like Paris, Texas. It's there's, not Paris. This is true. Right. Or maybe, no, yeah, it is definitely Texas. Um, dude, thank you for going Not that 500. I don't love North Hollywood. No. I got a lot course. of love for North Hollywood. Where do you live, by the way? I live right down by the, like by the Beverly Center. Okay, nice. Yeah. nice. Nice. I don't know what to call it. I don't even know Perfect what to call that area for a brick and mortar. Beverlywood is that Beverly? I don't know, Wood? but you need to put up a, a, a Chino burrito spot inside of the, the Beverly Center. As of now, I don't. I don't do brick and mortar, and I don't think anybody should have been. Anything of <laughs> the Beverly Center. Fair enough. Dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Dude, I thanks for having do me. Another episode with you I'm, where we can anytime. dive even further down either one of those angles. Anytime. Your, like your, your business savviness. Anytime. Or your fitness and wellness anytime. journey. Uh, last thing we do on Starving for Attention is play a game called 86. It's 86. Okay. That's one thing that Eric Greenspan wants to 86. As he readies himself for a potentially, a, I don't know, it could be serious. It doesn't have to be. It could be anything. Yeah. Anything that I want yeah, to 86. Yeah, it could be the world, the food world, whatever you want. What do you want to 86? Um, I want to 86 the eradication of food critics. Ooh. Ooh. Explain a little bit more here. I mean, like, I used to, like, I used to be that guy who was like, I hate food critics. Oh, what do they know? Blah, 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 blah. And now that they're, like, all gone, mm. I miss... 
a sense of a vantage point and you know of which at least it's the same voice every time weighing in you could say like, I like this person I don't like this person but like I know where they're coming from yeah I think that all food criticisms right now come from like yelps and bloggers and blah blah blah, blah. and there's I miss the the vantage point of like of like serious food reviews yes first of all no one has said that in like nearing 100 episodes of this podcast it's incredibly well stated and accurate like you know what it is i mean i'm a nerd so i'll use a star wars example it's like you need darth vader you need whatever the sith lord of du jour is but i think you you also need i think you also need because it it brings up it brings balance to the force but yeah but it all i think you also need a vantage point i think you need somebody who's like it's almost like right now like all food criticisms like almost all the other news that you're getting right now it's all fake news Mm. it's all just it's just out there Okay. And there's no you don't go like I trust this source. I may not agree with this source, but I trust this source. Right. And I want to hear what and, and I want to hear like a grown up, like in depth review of what the place is like, where the yeah. foods come from, the vantage point, like the whole thing. Like it's just so like top twenty list. Right. And that's it. Exactly. Now there are you know of course there it's it's a potentially dying breed, but yes. there are certainly really great writers out there. I mean, look, here and in like, L.A., and mind you, like, I hate to use the term dying, because like, you know, yeah, when we yeah, lost yeah. Jonathan Gold, right. but like, we've well, also lost... Which was you know, incredibly uh, inappropriate on my, my, we, my behalf we lost, to say that. No, I, I didn't say yeah. it that way. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 was, I, I was checking myself for being inappropriate, no, to be I honest. No, I appreciate it, because I shouldn't have used the word um, either, but yes. But you know, like, losing Besha, Jonathan we lost Besha Rodell. Right. We lost Patrick Q. Yeah. Like, there is no... voice right now. Besha was the first guest on this podcast. Oh, really? She's awesome. Like her story, she's were, hated almost every one of my restaurants, and I love. Well, she's hated, but that's kind of and my point. Love different things I've done too. I love and respect, but I respect her, right. and I wanted her to continue. I wanted to see what she thought about places, right? And there were certain people. Gold is one, uh, of course. Besha, I think Bill Addison is one as well, uh, and Bourdain, who could also like tell you how it is without offending you, mm-hmm. and that's the tough thing because there are some like shock criticisms that are just takedowns right yeah but like there, there is a way to write and be snarky and say that something wasn't great or could be better mm-hmm. and still sort of have respect in doing it if that yeah. makes, makes any sense I miss food critics yeah I mean um, I just used to say when you don't have a brick and mortar restaurant anymore yeah how do you feel about Yelp? No, we won't go there. Um, Eric Greenspan, always a pleasure, dude. I'm sure I'm going to see you running around a shopping supermarket. Probably in a month or two. Uh, if not, dude, I'm going to uh, I'm going to order one of your restaurant dishes because yeah. I can't show up. Well, I can probably show up. Well, here's the deal. You can, can I show up? You can, yeah, you can. Can show I sit down? Yes, at you can text me. The I mean, you're going to sit on a bench. Table? There's not really a table. You have like two apples. What I tell people is that, like, and that's one of the challenges of it too, right? Is that like if you don't live in the radius or know somebody who lives in the radius, you can't order the food. Right. I say. You can do pickup Got through it. Grubhub or Postmates, but or like go to an adjoining a park, like go to MacArthur Park, mm. bring a blanket, yeah, call an Uber, and have a little picnic. That's amazing. You have, have, have a Greenspan. Greenspan. You're gonna picnic. make me personally download Postmates right now. You don't have it? No, that's what I'm saying. It's Man, if you don't sad. have Postmates in LA, you're yeah. I need to. I need to jump. That's on like that taking train. the bus, dude. Always a pleasure. Uh, do us a favor, everyone. I know you love this episode with uh, Super Chef Eric Greenspan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he's going to come back for more. Do us a favor, head on over to iTunes and drop us a review. It takes like two minutes maybe to just say you liked it um, and drop us a star. We're talking about critics. Drop the old four or five star yeah. review. How about a five Let's star review? Let's go five. A matter of Let's fact, go five. starving for attention. I say this a lot, but it's the only five star thing I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Uh, and we really appreciate the 350 of you who have said that. So do us a favor, jump on over there. And until next week, stay hungry. 
Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey everyone, uh, thank you so much to our sponsor who made this all possible today, True Car. Visit True Car for a better car buying experience.